Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Jake Murphy, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short and personal episodes dedicated to helping you live your greatest life in a body and mind that you love. Let's go. What's happening, people? I hope you're well today. I'm very good. Thanks for asking. Welcome back to the podcast, and more specifically, welcome to the mindset episode. And today, it's all about the sparkly rainbow of happiness. See, Mama says that happiness comes from measured rays of sunshine that come down when you're feeling blue. That's a direct quote from the water boy, not the actual my mum. She's just a Karen. <laughs> anyway... In this episode, I'm going to talk about the simple habit to calm the stress in your life and open your eyes to the actual beauty of it all. It is such a simple practice that we can almost totally change how you deal with the stress in your life and how you actually align with the miracle that it is actually to be alive. So let's get into it, shall we? You see, happiness isn't a destination. It's a habit. It's what we do to make everything else in our life fucking great. And once we make that internal shift, we can actually put our day-to-day external frustrations into a bit of perspective. You see, our brains are wired to be negative. But the good news is that you can actually train your brain to hold on to everlasting happiness. We've got to master the art of moderation. And the Swedish are on point with stuff like this. They've got a, a term, uh, I believe it's pronounced lagom, or lagom, or something like that. And it's probably why Sweden are one of the happiest countries in the world, because they've got a healthy work-life balance and high standards of living. You see, lagom is a huge part of the culture in Sweden, apparently. And it actually means not too little, not too much, just Right. It's a bit like Goldilocks in the three years, but, you know, Swedish version to happy living. It's the opposite of materialism and communism. You see, you've got to be moderate in order to taste the joys of life in abundance. It's a direct quote and all from uh, Greek philosophy. You probably are already exercising this Lego in many aspects of life already. You just don't really know it. But for the Swedes, it's actually a lifestyle. It's, it's a habit of mood and mind. So I think the key to experiencing great fulfillment and pleasure is actually moderation. It's about only having what you need. And it reminds me of another one. Swedish have coined another concept and that's known as a fika so that state of mind it's an attitude and it's important of Swedish culture as well again you see many Swedes consider it's almost essential to make time for fika every day and that simply means making time for friends and colleagues to share a cup of coffee or tea and a little something to eat or the way that I've been practicing it, literally just a bit of time, just when I'm at my desk at work, just five minutes to have a tea and nothing else. You see, when I visited Sweden, I instantly felt that sort of laid back 
vibe that Stockholm had. And it is such a beautiful place. So you, I, I take a lot of inspiration from there. Anyway. How can we actually find this balance between like work and our personal life? You know, like having time to do things that we love and in the long run find that actual balance. Because I get it, like I said, I work as well. Like It's the stresses of work and then finding time to do your own stuff as well. You see, when you do finish work on time, you've you got to give yourself more time for yourself, for family and for relationships. But the more we give ourselves personal time to do the things that we love, we become healthier and happier in the process. And like I said, many of us, including me, speak from from experience and we know this, this is actually the case. But I think you can find this Lego by keeping track of our spending, upcycling furniture, consciously reducing the environmental impact on the world, taking purposeful breaks from work, spending quality time with friends and family, focusing on what is absolutely essential to you and knowing when to stop. Like I said, that don't have to be, you know, helping the environment. It, it, whatever is essential for you. And with me, that's working on my own business, working on myself, learning as much as I can and developing my body and mind and helping and trying to gain some, so much of an impact on as many people as I can. I feel like that's my leg on. But like, I think one practical thing that we can all do, probably more of as well, is express gratitude. And I think I spoke about this before. So what is one unique thing that you are grateful for today? Just really think about it, as I say. So practice writing everything down that you're grateful for every now and again. You have to do it every morning, just now and again. Maybe when you're having a fika, when you're having a cup of tea. <laughs> we try not to write the same things every day because then you're just selling yourself short all the time, aren't you? And I know it's going to be difficult to start off with. That's why it's only a few or one thing a day. It's just building that habit up. But by selecting a few unique areas of gratitude each day, that forces us to reframe our perspective, to look for the positive rather than the negative. You see, gratitude is linked to a host of physical and psychological benefits, including happiness. So I was reading a study that was found that people that express gratitude more apparently are 25% happier. I don't know how you measure that scale, but that's what the study said. So whether you make it a habit to talk about what you're grateful for or write it in a journal or on a notepad just before bed or train your brain to, you know, to look for the good in your life. And Charles Dickens puts it well, actually. It was, I might butcher this fully, but it was something like, reflect upon your present blessings. That every man is many, but not past misfortunes. Because all, all, all people have some. See, another fractional habit to create is to embrace positive journaling 
to count your blessings and fortunes and everything that's good that's happened on that same day. Each day, try and spend two minutes writing about one or two positive experiences that's happened to you in the last 24 hours. Whether that may be a little win at work or someone texts you first or you know, someone smiled at you as you were walking past or just little things like that that just made you feel happy. Maybe the dog smiled as it was taking a shit. You know, something that makes you laugh. <laughs> you see, the positive sort of attitude towards journaling when you're writing things down that you're grateful for every day that's trains your brain to constantly look beyond the outlook for something to appreciate. It's almost tricking yourself, you know? But it, that invites our brains to sort of relive the situation as we're expressing the gratitude. And that doubles the positive impact it has on your life. So it's an amazing experience. So, you know, it is quite... I'd suggest trial it. As much as you can. I know it can be a pain sometimes. Even write voice notes. I've, I write voice notes sometimes on my phone. Rather than write stuff down. It's just, you know, it's, it's nice sometimes to write stuff down. But by focusing on the good, it's not just about overcoming the sort of... the inner grunt to see that the glass is half full. I think it's about opening our minds to the ideas and the opportunities... It's going to help us be more productive and effective and successful in our lives. So it's not just some sort of away with the theory stuff. It's a, it's a tool to help the development of your life and your happiness. Because that's the, the root of everything a lot of the times. You strip it back to the things that you want and desire. Ultimately, it's happiness. You see, the last point that I wholeheartedly believe is to be mindful. You see, mindfulness meditation has been reported to produce positive effects on psychological well-being. They extend beyond the time that is individual to the formal meditating. You see, parts of our brain is associated with compassion and self-awareness, while parts associated with stress shrink when we meditate, according to research. You see, that study looked at brain scans of people before and after they participated in a course of mindfulness meditation. Studies reported that meditation can be permanently can permanently rewire the brain to raise levels of happiness. So make time, even if it's like two minutes a day, just to try and meditate. And that don't have to be sitting down with your legs folded on a pillow and singing om. You, there's many forms of sort of mindfulness meditation. I often translate that onto a walk and just be really mindful and really embrace my environment. You see, in a distracted world, it can be hard, but it's not impossible. And that's why it's... it's something like that it doesn't come naturally you just it's about learning and developing the habit of that but if you do it successfully and consistently to make it the habit 
you will sleep better and you feel less stress and you will have more energy. So I think the key takeaway here to all this rambling that I'm on about is to exercise your brain for happiness every day and every time you'll train it for happiness and long-term success. So as you increasingly install experiences of gratitude and moderation and accomplishment and feeling successful and feeling like this fullness in life rather than an emptiness or scarcity, you'll be able to deal with issues of life a lot better and like I said, you'll generally feel less worried and anxious and more happy. So I hope you enjoyed this one. I hope you got a lot of value out of it. And hopefully you implement some steps. And if you do, then drop me a message on IG at Jake Murphy Nutrition. I'd love to hear about it and how you get on. And yeah, so peace out. Best regards, your boy Jake. ta In the meantime, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at Jake Murphy Nutrition. And ask me any questions you want to know about that I could make into an episode. Or maybe you want to slide into my DMs uh, about fat loss, about confidence, or whether that be one-on-one coaching, meal plans, training plans, or you simply want to chat. So thanks for listening to me, and I'll catch you on the flippity-flop. Wait, no, I apologise for that. See ya.